The following is a reflection for the memorial of the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of the Church. The readings are taken from Genesis chapter 3, verses 9 to 15 and verse 20, the responsorial psalm from Judith chapter 13, and the Gospel of John chapter 19, verses 25 to 27. As we saw with the Solemnity of Pentecost, Mary, the Mother of God, played an important role as she prayed in the upper room with the disciples for the coming of the Holy Spirit. Hence, it is only fitting that we celebrate on the following day her feast day as Mother of the Church. In fact, as the first reading from Genesis chapter 3 states, her role was predicted by God himself. After the original sin, God brings before him Adam and Eve and says to the serpent, I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed. He will bruise your head and you will bruise his heel. This is the Proto-Evangelium, the first announcement of the good news of God's mercy. It's an important revelation. Enmity means total opposition, that is, no cooperation with the serpent, which is one reason Mary was immaculately conceived and lived without sin until the day of her assumption. Hence the angel Gabriel would say to her at the Annunciation, Hail, full of grace. The term woman is also key to understanding today's feast. Before Jesus began his ministry, he was at a wedding feast where the wine ran out. Mary, concerned for the bride and groom, brings the matter to her son. Jesus says, Woman, what do you have to do with me? My hour has not come. Yet he answers her prayer and changes water into wine, signaling the beginning of the new creation. The early church fathers would say that just as Eve prompted the first Adam to partake in sin, plunging the world into disorder, Mary, the new Eve, prompts Jesus, the new Adam, to begin the reversal. Jesus calling his mother woman is a direct reference to Genesis chapter 3 that links Mary to the prophecy. In today's gospel, the link is once again made explicit when Jesus from the cross says to his mother, Woman, behold your son, and to the disciple John, Behold your mother. What we have here is the new Adam speaking to the new Eve, making her mother of the church, since the apostle John is portrayed in the gospel not just as an individual disciple, but as representative of all believers. This truth is again made explicit in Revelation chapter 12, when John sees a vision in heaven of a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and on her head a crown of twelve stars, who was with child. Standing in front of her is the serpent of Genesis chapter 3, waiting to devour the child. When this child Jesus is protected by God, the serpent goes off to make war with, quote, the rest of her offspring, those who keep the commandments of God and bear testimony to Jesus, end of quote, that is, the church. The fact that she wears a crown of twelve stars implies that Mary is not only mother of the church, since the twelve stars represent the twelve apostles who founded the church, but also queen of heaven. Finally, we have the important responsorial psalm taken from the book of Judith, chapter 13. Judith was one of several holy women of the Old Testament who prefigured the Blessed Virgin Mary. 
In particular, she defended Israel from its mortal enemy, Holofernes, who commanded a vast army to attack Jerusalem. When the general cut off the water supply to the small but strategically located town of Bethulia, the people were greatly disheartened and sought to surrender. Uzziah, one of the rulers of the town, pleads with Judith in chapter 9, But now, God-fearing woman that you are, pray for us that the Lord may send rain to fill up our cisterns, lest we be weakened still further. Judith in turn replies, Listen to me, I will do something that will go down from generation to generation among the descendants of our race. End of quote. Chapter 9. After fasting and prayer, Judith courageously walks into the enemy camp to meet with Holofernes, who is captured by her beauty. Thinking he can have his way with her, the great general in a drunken state orders all to leave his tent to be alone with who he thinks is a defenseless woman to be exploited. However, after he passes out from the wine, Judith puts him to death and Israel is freed as the great army flees in terror. The responsorial psalm is Uzziah's praise of Judith, which again prefigures the praise our Blessed Mother will receive from all generations for her yes to the Incarnation. O daughter, you are blessed by the Most High God above all other women on earth, and blessed be the Lord God who created the heavens and the earth. Your praise will never depart from the hearts of those who remember the power of God. May God grant this to be a perpetual honor to you, and may he reward you with his blessings. May we join in praise to our mother on her feast day, asking that she continue to intercede for the church and the world, 